Hi, my name is Cecilia Mandrick, and I'm a life coach. I've worked with dozens of high-achieving individuals who feel in control of every aspect of their lives except their own happiness. In this podcast, I'm helping to bring self-proclaimed overachievers the practices, mindset shifts, and actionable steps they need to build more contentment, confidence, and joy in their everyday lives. If you want to create more happiness in your life, relationships, or even just your Mondays, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode eight. Today, we are going to talk about people-pleasing and how people-pleasing kills not only your authenticity, but your happiness in general. So first, let's talk a little bit about people-pleasing. And I don't love this term. People-pleasing makes it seem like you care a lot about other people when really people-pleasing is more about us. People-pleasing is more about helping yourself stay safe and avoid tough feelings by trying to manipulate other people and controlling how they act or what they think about you. And so we call it people-pleasing, but really it's more like manipulating other people. It's more like trying to control those around you, again, so you can feel safe, so you can feel you're okay, that people like you. Oftentimes we do this because we want to be accepted. We want to be part of the group. We want people to like us. And so we try to manipulate our own behavior. We try and change what we do so people will think something about us. And so we don't have to feel certain ways. But this is kind of maybe more what we'll get to later in the episode. If you do consider yourself a people pleaser, you probably spend a lot of time thinking about what other people think about you or how they feel about you. You might filter every decision, everything from really small things like where do you eat dinner with friends to what career you pick or what partner you stay with through this filter. Maybe even what or how you feed your child, where you live, all kinds of things, what kind of car you drive. You may be so deep into people-pleasing that you feel disconnected from who you are. And this relates back to the smothering your own authenticity about manipulating your own behavior in a way to get people to think a certain thing about you. And what this leads to is feeling really stuck. So you know that you don't feel like you. You know that what you're doing isn't working in your life, but you're not really sure how to change it. And you don't even maybe remember what you actually like. If you had to connect to what you wanted to do, if you didn't think about what other people thought about you, you might have a hard time doing it. And that's totally fine. I see a lot of clients that are in this space. It's not abnormal. So nothing has gone wrong. And it is something you can change. But it can be a really frustrating place to be in. For myself, I know that I had a lot of major and minor areas where people pleased. So with the food example, I almost never had a strong opinion about things like that until later on. I mean, now it's totally different. But also I stayed with a person for a long time that I probably wouldn't have stayed with if I wasn't trying to control how people outside of me saw me. I didn't want to be seen as a failure. I didn't want to be seen as someone who disappointed others. I didn't want to disappoint myself, honestly. And so there were these big areas, but also small areas. The thing about people-pleasing is what I mentioned before, it's really other people-pleasing. And it's not even other people-pleasing, it's other people manipulating. But we think that it's other people pleasing. We think that if we do certain things, we can make people feel a certain way. 
And this, if you've been listening to the podcast or you've heard some of the other episodes, you know that you can't actually make anyone feel a certain way or think a certain thing. They have their own brains, they're autonomous human beings, and they get to think and feel however they want to. And if they do think and feel a certain thing about how you behave, it's because of what's going on in their brain, and it has nothing to do with you in many ways. So if you are a people pleaser, you've probably been on this long, slow path away from yourself and controlling other people around you so that you can feel a certain way. And you're there, and I think this is a really important part, you're there because what I just said, you might start to feel pretty bad about yourself or use it against yourself. But you're here because you were taught through childhood that this was a valid way of being in the world. You're even conditioned, depending on the society you've grown up in, who your parents and caregivers were, what gender, all those kinds of things. So we carry these conditioning into our lives. And we're taught that if we do behave in a certain way, (laughs) that we can cause other people to feel a certain way. So this is a mistake of the intellect, a thought error that we carry into our lives that really impacts how we act. You were probably also taught that to consider your own wants and needs was selfish and inconsiderate. You were probably taught that if you had an opinion, you might be seen as rude or uncooperative. You're probably taught that if you do have an opinion, you can make other people or yourself feel pretty uncomfortable. So if you want something and it was against what other people wanted, then there might be conflict. There might be something that happened that was just not very fun to experience. You might have also learned that if other people were happy or perceived you in a certain way, that you could get things in life. And this can be anything from a toy when you were a kid to maybe a promotion now in life or anything else, right? So if somebody sees you in a certain way, if you can get them to perceive you in a certain way or feel a certain way about you, then all of a sudden you might get what you want in life. So it's a way to move forward. You might think that your self-concept and your worth as a human being is dependent on what other people think of you. And so then it becomes extremely important that they think something positive of you, that they give you positive feedback, that they think highly of you. And this is, again, a really interesting thing because we, our value is inherent within us. And no matter what anyone else thinks or says, which can change on a day-to-day basis, that value is unchangeable. But if you were taught to look outside of you, if you were taught that your worth came from how people see you, then you're going to get stuck in that loop. And maybe you even think that the degrees you hold or the accomplishments that you have, or maybe what kind of car you drive or what kind of clothes you wear are the things that determine your value as a human being, determine how people see you and how they value you. And again, so this falls into the people-pleasing of if I drive a certain car, perhaps, not always for this one, but or for any of them. If I drive a certain car, if I have certain clothes, people will see me in a certain way. They will think that I'm successful. They will think I'm accomplished. They will think I'm maybe even happy or a good parent or a good friend, that kind of thing. So you want to feel love and safe and accepted. And this is also very important to your primitive brain because feeling accepted and loved and safe means that you're not going to be kicked out of the group. And if you're kicked out of the group, a while ago, that meant certain demise for you, right? And so it's kind of important. Now we can kind of trivialize it like, uh, why do I need to care what other people think of me? But your primitive brain very much cares what other people think about you. The thought error comes in thinking that you can manipulate other people into thinking certain things about you. Your logical prefrontal cortex brain might not make a lot of sense of this, right? But to your primitive brain, this part is really important. This whole like being accepted into the group. The really interesting thing here is often we're guessing what others will think. 
So you can't know unless somebody has told you what they actually think about you, if they're disappointed, if they're frustrated. And when we think someone is going to think something about us because we've made this interpolation, we look for evidence of that truth. So our brain creates that evidence, even if that person never says it. So if we think my friend's not going to like me, if I have an opinion about where we go to dinner, your brain's going to look for evidence that they're mad at you. Like maybe they don't respond to your text the next day as promptly. Maybe it sounds curt or short when they do respond to you. And so we get stuck in this loop. We think we can know what other people are thinking, like we're mind readers. We think that we can manipulate them into thinking a certain way. And then once we do act to people please, to people manipulate, then we look for evidence to prove ourselves right. So this is really kind of maladaptive feedback loop that we get stuck in and that is really hard to get out of, right? When really all you probably want to do, you probably just want to feel like yourself. You probably want to feel more authentic. You probably want to stop making choices based on what someone else might think of you and more what makes you happy, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel at home in your own life. You know, for me, I just wanted to feel like younger me. When I did have an opinion, I was more okay with expressing it. When there weren't so many filters that I needed to put everything through, all my words and actions needed to go through this, what will someone else think filter? You probably want to do something, anything, without considering who's going to approve or disapprove, without thinking about what other people might think about you, without considering what kind of pushback you're going to get from different people in your life, without maybe worrying that having an opinion or doing something, what you want to do is going to come at such a high cost. And you want to feel like you can make a choice or do something without having to feel kind of the bad feelings, the hard feelings that might come along with it, like disappointing someone, making someone mad. And again, it's important to note right now is that you're only feeling those things because you're having thoughts also. In order to get out of people-pleasing, you might have shamed or admonished yourself. I feel like that's one of the most common ones here is to try and get yourself to just stop it, that it doesn't make any sense. This isn't something you should be doing. So you just try and get your brain to drop it, to get out of the thought loop. But it's a really tough one, this people-pleasing, this that maladaptive feedback cycle. And so with the judging and the shaming and the admonishing, we just get stuck further and further into this loop. And it doesn't work because this doesn't address the primitive brain I was mentioning before, the primitive brain's interpretation of people-pleasing, which is that we can control what other people think of us, and it's important to control that so we can stay in the group. And when we don't address this part, when we don't address those underlying thoughts and feelings from our primitive brain, then all of a sudden we have resistance. Right, Our body, our primitive brain, our nervous system says like, no, we're not allowed to change. So anytime we're just kind of using willpower or pulling ourselves by our bootstraps up into non-people pleasing, anytime we're just getting on with it, we're ignoring what's happening beneath the surface. We're ignoring our own thoughts and beliefs. So if you do want to start to change it or a process that might work to get through people pleasing is to recognize those thoughts, to recognize the conditioning that you've had, to feel the feelings, acknowledging that what you're feeling is coming from a real belief. But remembering that belief isn't the truth with a capital T. It doesn't represent the truth of the universe, even if it feels like it in your body. But still acknowledging that you feel this way, that you feel anxiety at having an opinion, that you feel like someone might perceive you as rude. And then getting really curious about the thoughts that are behind it. So what is there that's creating this anxiety? Is it someone's not going to like me? And then 
interrogating that thought further. So looking at your whole belief system, your whole social conditioning to start to untangle it. So first you're normalizing the the beliefs and thoughts that your brain has naturally. Then you're getting really curious and then you're deciding is there something else available? You're looking for another thought, another belief, another way you can look at the situation so that you can make it safe for yourself to feel something different, to get out of the people-pleasing. And this, again, can be really tricky because these thoughts are so deep inside of us. They can come so naturally and they can feel so true that to undo them can feel really tough. But do remember that there are other beliefs and truths available to you in that moment. So instead of thinking this person is going to hate me when I choose dinner, you could think that people are allowed to have opinions. It's okay to have an opinion about where we go to dinner. It's okay to connect to what I want. This process works differently than shaming or judging yourself because it ultimately accepts what you think right now. It ultimately says this is totally okay and it honors your brain and nervous system, your conditioning. It meets you exactly where you are And then works to untangle those beliefs, those conditionings, to get to a different place. You might think that this will sound really selfish, right? To start to get in touch with what you want and who you want to be. Or even dropping the idea that you can control what other people think about you might feel really tough. It might feel impossible. But when you start to get back in touch with what you want and what you think about yourself, and disconnect from the idea that you can actually get someone to think a certain thing about you, then you all of a sudden have this freedom to be yourself again. You have this freedom to start to really consider what you want, what you think. In order to do this, you need to develop that skill of feeling your feelings and acknowledging your thoughts, of being with yourself and changing your beliefs of slowly asking yourself what you want in the moment. But if you do this, you can start to feel at home in yourself and in your body. You can start to reconnect to what you actually want in life, and you can start to feel happy exactly where you are. So the upside is pretty high, right? If you can get through this people-pleasing. If you can start to drop the idea that you can control and manipulate people around you into thinking a certain thing about you so that you can get what you want in life or that you can be perceived in a certain way in life. And this also goes back to self-concept and how you view and value yourself. So that whole idea that what other people think is more important than what you think keeps you in the people-pleasing loop, right? It keeps you looking outside of yourself. Somebody else saying, yes, this is a good choice. Yes, you are worthy. Yes, you are valuable. Yes, you are beautiful. Yes, you are smart. Yes, you are accomplished. Rather than creating those beliefs for yourself, Rather than looking inside yourself to make those things, to create those beliefs, to make those beliefs part of your self-concept so that you can feel comfortable in your own skin, so that you can feel at home again. Some different things to consider or some different questions you can start to ask yourself are, again, what am I trying to get this person to think about me? What am I afraid of feeling in this moment? Because every time we think someone else is going to think something about us, like they're going to be disappointed in us, really that's coming from our own brain. We're afraid that we are going to be disappointed in us. We're afraid that we're going to be disappointed in our outcomes or our decisions. So what are you afraid of feeling? What are you afraid they might think about you? Can you say, what if I thought that about me? What beliefs are leading me to think this about myself? And can I start to shift them? And then maybe also just starting to ask yourself what you like, what you want in life. When somebody asks about dinner, for instance, maybe really considering what you would say. Maybe you don't feel comfortable saying it yet, but think about 
if it was up to you, what restaurant would you go to? What would you order? How would you act if it was just up to you and you weren't worried about what anyone else was thinking about you? Okay, so if you are a people pleaser, it can be tough to undo, but it's entirely possible. And once you've untied the people pleasing, your connection to your own contentment, to your own happiness can be that much easier, can be that much more available to you. But you have to look at the beliefs. You have to feel the feelings. You have to get really curious about where it's coming from and do the hard work of being with those thoughts, of untying them, of getting back to you. Thanks for joining me and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're looking for another way to bring a little bit of joy into your life, I have just the thing for you. My Feel Your Feelings mini course is designed to help you develop emotional literacy and increase your emotional resilience. It's totally free and available for you by going to Cecilia, that's C-E-C-E-L-I-A-B-Mandrick, M-A-N-D-R-Y-K.com forward slash free training. I just know you're going to love it. We'll see you back here next week on Happiness Created. See you then. Here's a quick reminder to follow this podcast so you can get your weekly dose of happy delivered right to the top of your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is open the Apple Podcast or Spotify app on your phone, search for Happiness Created, click on the show, and hit the little plus sign or follow button in the upper right corner. I'll meet you back here next week.